Hello, my name is Christine Granados, and I'd like to welcome you to my podcast, Tales from the Hood, Motherhood, that is. I'm the author of two books of fiction, and I've been a writer at daily and weekly newspapers for over 20 years. What you'll be listening to are anecdotes for parents, all about the struggles and joys of raising children and being married. This week, I'm going to explain the valuable life lessons I've learned at the grocery store. Judging people, one shopping cart at a time. We Texans are a nauseatingly proud lot. Whether it's Boots, Hats, Whataburger, or Willie Nelson, we love whatever comes out of our state. Yes, even Rick Perry, sometimes. And because I was born and raised here, I share that annoying trait with my fellow Texans. And I'm proud of it, too. I'm a Texan through and through, despite its sordid and racist history. But what I'm most proud of is that our children were raised with the grocery store chain HEB. They have both learned many valuable life lessons in the aisles of the HEB pantry. For instance, how to behave inside a grocery store. I only had to abandon a full grocery cart once when as a toddler, our oldest was having a temper tantrum related to not getting the cereal he wanted. When I stepped over him in the aisle like a puddle on the floor, the look on his face was priceless. And he managed to find me as I exited the front doors and he even got into the car without any help. And he buckled himself into his car seat while I strapped his little brother in. As adolescents, both children helped with shopping when we walked through the HEB Plus with our divided grocery list, and they both knew that HEB-branded food items were less expensive and were what I wanted. They were also both ready with a good argument for why a name brand was necessary in this one unique instance as they pointed at the item in their hand. And as teenagers, they've settled into a comfortable HEB convenience store where we're currently shopping. They rip our list from the refrigerator and tell me they're headed to the store and they'll get what we need. Like me, they enjoy shopping at HEB. Unlike me, when I get to use the compact express two-tier shopping cart at HEB, I'm beside myself. Shopping list be damned. It's the smaller, narrow cousin to the middle shopping carts that I normally use when shopping for groceries for family. HEB has only had those carts in the central Texas town I live in since 2010, according to their public affairs spokesperson. Whenever I use one of those carts, I feel, how should I put it, skinny. Even though I'm 40 pounds overweight, when I push my petite cart with just one finger, I feel lighter. I not only feel better about myself, but I start imagining I'm better than everyone else around me. It's the same feeling I get drinking from a Starbucks coffee cup. I don't know what it is about that cup, or maybe it's the cardboard sleeve, but the minute I have that piece of plastic-coated recycled paper with its own lid in my hands, I feel more tech-savvy, hipper, and better-looking. It's the same feeling I get gripping the express shopping cart. I glance inside other people's oversized metal monsters and count how many prepackaged meals they loaded into them 
as opposed to how many vegetables and whole grain food items they buy. Oblivious to the 22 cheeseburger value pack of Hot Pockets taking up the entire top tier of my mini cart, I feel chic. The pint-sized metal basket on wheels inspires me to become better, healthier. As I maneuver my cart out of the freezer section, I think, maybe I should buy all organic. My family needs more nuts and whole foods. I wind up dumping the organic carrots with their long green tops on top of the Hot Pockets and fanning out the fronds to hide the cinder block size package underneath. The point being, I'm buying healthier food. And although the HEB spokesperson never said this or even hinted at it, I think it's the hoity-toitiness of the cart that made HEB purchase and use them in their stores. What the spokesperson said was, many of our customers needed a basket that was larger than a hand basket but smaller than the full-size cart. These smaller, two-tiered baskets are easier for many of our customers to handle and navigate the aisles and still allow them the room they need. Often, the red basket would become too heavy for our customers to carry and would force them to limit their choices. Those red baskets never limited my choices. When I've made the mistake of thinking all I needed was a handheld basket, then overloaded it with so much merchandise that the metal handles cut off circulation to my limbs, I worked around this inconvenience. I set the basket on the floor and kick it down the aisle, which trips up my thinking, and I feel foolish and unsophisticated, like I do when standing in line at Starbucks trying to order coffee. As I wait behind three people in front of me at Starbucks, I have to decide if I'm in a mild, bold, or smooth mood. Isn't something mild also smooth? Well, maybe not, because mild salsa means too spicy. And some mild salsa is chunky and not smooth at all. Chunky coffee, yuck. But that certainly would be bold. Perhaps they mean smooth as in silk. Silk sounds nice, so I'll choose smooth. I have to smile at the person getting in line behind me. With the decision out of the way, I notice that I'm two people away from my beloved cup, and I have another decision to make. Do I want the Yukon, Rwanda, Guatemala, or Ethiopia blend? Again, I have no idea. I just want to hold that cup. And I reason that Guatemala is closest to Mexico which is where my ancestors are from, and I like the coffee in Mexico. And well, it can't be that different because both countries share the Spanish language. With just one person ahead of me, I still haven't decided if I want a cafe ole, cafe latte, cappuccino, decaf, the list is endless. And then I get stuck on the words ole, wondering if they're French or Latin. I decide on French based on the fact that the words sound nothing like they're spelled. And because I'm not exactly sure what cappuccino is, but I do know it's from Italy and it has its own special cup, decaf is the choice I make. When the teenager with band-aids on her nose and eyebrow behind the counter breaks off my mental conversation by welcoming me to the store and asking for my order, I say, I'd like a decaf smooth Guatemalan coffee. 
just like a regular customer. When she asks me if I want my decaf tall, grande, or vente, all the blood in my body rushes to my head, just like I tasted my first sip of coffee. The dizzying amount of choices I'm making gets to me, and I have to quickly decide on the third option. I choose C, a venti, because a friend of mine in high school once advised me that when taking a test, always choose C. I order, pay, and try not to register shock at how little change I'm getting back from the $5 bill I just received from the stud-faced teen. My shock turns to complacency when my name is called and I'm holding that life-changing cup. I take it to the condiment stand to add milk and sweeten it up. And then I'm met with another mystifying round of choices. The sophisticated and chic version of myself that I invented falls away as I'm puzzling over the whole low-fat 2% soy milk options. And then I glance at the numerous sweetener choices. This happens much like it does whenever my teenage boys gallop toward me with their family-sized frosted flakes and fruity pebbles cereal boxes at HEB and I have to bark at them to go get me a fatso American cart. Thank you for listening and for choosing to spend your time with me again. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review. It'll really help my numbers. For more information about this podcast, me, and other things I've written, go to christinegranados.com. If you join my mailing list on my website, you'll receive this podcast every every Monday morning via email. As always, I'd like to thank Kevin McLeod for all the music, sound engineer Cookie Haylitzman and visit their YouTube channels to check out what they can do. Next week, I'm going to discuss a topic that not many mothers want others to know about, which is how cutthroat mothers can be when it comes to giving gifts at children's birthday parties.